Welcome to the Design of You podcast. My name is Leah. I'm a human design expert, spirituality coach, wellness guru, and manifestation powerhouse. My podcast is here to educate, inspire, and uplevel your life. I love sharing with you the ins and outs of the human design system in a practical, empowering, and embodied way. Thank you so much for being here, and I look forward to seeing you in the show. Hello and welcome to The Design of You. I am here to bring you all a new episode on something called glimmers. If you're not familiar with what glimmers are, which I know a lot of you are not, glimmers are essentially the opposite of triggers. So instead of that moment when something triggers you and it makes you kind of tense up and tight up and you're like, oh, like that's triggering to me. It's the opposite of that. So it's when you look at something and you go, oh my gosh, like you have that like little like spark inside of you that is just like, oh my gosh, that's that's amazing or that's beautiful. I've also seen this called the art of noticing on the interweb. So it's similar to the art of noticing. It's like a glimmer. It's the opposite of a trigger and it's a glimmer. And so today we're going to be talking about just glimmers in general. I'm going to give you guys a guide to glimmers. I'm going to share with you a little bit about like how to start experiencing more glimmers and less triggers and all the things. I just thought this was a fun episode to talk about. And it's something new and maybe something you haven't heard of. I know a lot of my episodes have been human design focused, which has been totally on purpose because I am a human design reader and I was in the midst of a pretty big launch in my business, which was my human design mastery program, which was a program to, it is a program, I should say, because it still is active if you'd like to join. Uh, Wink, wink, link is down below. Uh, It's my human design training program. So if you'd like to learn about your chart, learn about human design, become a human design reader, integrate the knowledge into your profession. I have a link down below to join the waitlist for the self-paced course, which is coming next month, right before the holidays it will be available. So sometime in November, I don't have a specific date because I am currently right now in the process this current week, I am wrapping up HDM, so Human Design Mastery, the live portion that I've been doing. I I taught as a live six-week course to 46 amazing, beautiful women. Men are also welcome, but we just happen to have only women in this first round. And we are wrapping up. And so I am doing lots there. And we're going to be working on a certification. And we're going to just be, there's lots of things coming in that realm for those students. And then uh, after that, I'm going to be recording everything, uh, all the modules that I walked through. And I will have it available as a self-paced course. And know that if you join the self-paced course, you'll also be able to join future live rounds. So I plan to do a few more live rounds indefinitely. So in the future, there will be a, probably we'll play around different timeframes. So a six-week timeframe, a 12-week time frame or or six months, and we'll also look at doing maybe like a year-long program. So I'll have different live variations that if you're in the self-paced, you'll be able to join those, or if you can join them later if you want to just get involved right when it is the live version. The price will be the same for both. But yeah, I'm very excited for all of that. So that's what I have been up to in my business is just been like wrapping up HDM, getting all of these beautiful, amazing students out into the world as embodied human design readers, and then 
I will be focusing on recording and editing and, and making sure all of the content that I've been covering in HDM is in little bite-sized pieces. Oh my gosh, guys, I have to tell you, just to keep it real, I just had to pause this because I just coughed my lungs out. I'm currently drinking my matcha, which I do every morning, and I put inside my matcha, which I do often, I'll put Brazil nuts, and I how I make my matcha, I have a TikTok I did of this, but I think it's outdated because I no longer put the coconut oil in it. But anyway, I uh, in my matcha that I do every morning, I put Brazil nuts and I blend it with my matcha powder. And I also blend maca powder and I blend something called Stamet 7, which is just a functional mushroom blend and collagen, honey, and I'm missing something. And then just like a milk. Uh, I've been drinking a full like sort of whole milk, natural milk uh, lately, but I used to do oat milk and I still love But I've been on a natural sort of kick lately. But anyway, why I'm saying this is the Brazil nuts did not, they did not blend all the way. So I went to take a sip as I was like wrapping up that last sort of thing that I just was talking about at HDM. I went to take a sip and I seriously started coughing up a lung because one of the brazil nuts just like went to the it's 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 small like it's not i'm not gonna choke on it but it went to the back of my throat and i was like oh my gosh something just i swallowed a bug but no it was just my brazil nut and my in my macho so anyway just so you guys know if my voice sounds a little bit raspy all of a sudden it's because i literally just coughed my heart out and anyway let's get back to the podcast I often am wanting to give some sort of life personal update on my podcast because for me, when I listen to people's podcasts, I am very, very nosy and very curious and I want people to tell me the shit that's going on in their life. And so I get to my podcast and I'm like, what can I share that people want to know about me so that they can relate to my work a little bit better? But I got to be honest with you guys, I get here and I have no idea what to say half the time when it comes to just like my life, Uh, unless I'm telling a story. And I feel like I've told a lot of important stories in my life. There's a lot, you know, other important stories probably I could share, but I don't, I need you guys to help me. So if you're listening to this right now and there is something about my work, my life, my business, my relationship, my upbringing, my I don't know. Whatever you guys want to know, can you let me know? Because I would love to share more stories about my life with you guys and things that I've moved through, but I don't know what to share. So every time I come on here and I'm thinking like, okay, someone probably wants to know what's going on personally. And sometimes I'm really moving through something. And then other times I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to say. I've been really, I've been really busy with my work. I, a lot of what I do is my work. Uh, and I, I need to be a little bit more cautious about how I talk about work because I often will say like, oh yeah, I've just been working. And I know people take that as like, I'm, you know, people associate the word work with burning yourself out, hustling, killing yourself. But I need you all to know that when I talk about working, it's joyful for me. I really like to work. Um, and my, I am very, very, very lucky and, and it's not always luck. I, I, you know, quote unquote, worked really hard. I manifested, I did a lot to be where I'm at today. And it, me doing what I do, I feel very grateful and I'm very lucky that I have a job that I wake up every single day excited about. And I know that's not the case for a lot of people. And if you need some support with that, I would love to help you in some capacity. 
when I open up sessions again here very soon, by the way, in the future. But I am I love what I do. And so when I work, it feels like not work. It's just like me being creative. And actually, I sometimes get I get bugged when people pull me away from my work because I get so excited to build, you know, all the things that I'm building. I'm a classic generator. I'm a pure generator by definition. So I just want to make that known that I never want people to feel like they need to work really hard because I say that because it's not that I'm like working really hard. I'm just having fun really hard. I'm having I'm I'm so excited and I'm so joyful. And so yeah, so that said, uh, that's what I'm doing a lot personally, but I know there's different things that I move through that I know would be really impactful for people. So there's anything you'd want to hear. But just on that note, here's just some stuff that I've been working through. I am actually recording this the day that it goes out because I was a little bit delayed on getting, being able to record this. We had some people in town and yeah, so I am not even sending this to my editor. I'm just like recording it for myself. So if you hear extra likes and ums and things like that, then I don't know, turn it off or get over it. Uh, that's just how I naturally speak and something I'm working on. But I, okay, so this is what I've been going through for like the past couple months. So it's currently October 23rd, September. Uh, I mean, I've really been in HDM mostly. That's taking up a lot of my brain space. We were in our, I was back in my hometown. We, me and Xander were there for a wedding in September for my lovely old roommate, Sarah, who is one of my dear friends. And it was a really great wedding. And then, yeah, we had my, my dad came out here and visited, which was so nice. If those of you that don't know, I live in Newport Beach and I'm from the Midwest. So I always have people who are coming out to visit. I wish more people did. And that was really nice. And I have been working on myself a lot. So I will say something that I've been personally kind of moving through is that I'm really struggling with like weight management. And I know I tread water saying that because I'm very cautious of the fact that I am still small figured. And I I know that that is it's it's really hard to talk about stuff like that with certain people because I know it's a triggering topic. So I'm going to shy on a very generalization. It's just the fact that like it's been really challenging since I got off birth control a few years ago to lose weight. Um, I pretty much like gain weight. My boobs grew two sizes and it's just been like <laughs> challenging for me to, to, to shake it in any direction. Truly, I work out a lot and I... And the funny thing is people are like, well, you know, when you work out so much, you're, you know, killing yourself. I do yoga, guys. I do yoga. And then I go for like runs and walks. Like I I do all the low impact things and I eat really well, but I've been shaking it up a little bit. So I, I actually got turned on to, it's kind of like the animal-based diet, but it's not necessarily the animal-based diet because I'm not following it to a T. It just didn't feel supportive for me because I uh, was plant-based for about a year and I never was fully vegan, but I ate primarily plants for a while. And so when I was eating, my plate looked like, you know, 50% vegetables and then a little bit of meat and then, you know, a little bit of starch. And then sometimes it became more starch and then a little bit of vegetables and whatever. But um, my focus was never on meat. Um, and now I've been focusing more on like meats and proteins and still incorporating vegetables. Because I think if you technically you're doing the animal base, you can't have tons of veggies. I could be wrong, but just a lot of what I was like consuming on like TikTok or on videos and things, it just didn't seem like the 
the correct diet for me um, fully. So I'm doing kind of like a paleo whole 30 animal based blend, I guess. Like I'm still allowing myself to have nuts, which you also can't have on the animal based. And I like that. So I'm continuing to have those. Um, The second thing I'm doing is I am allowing myself to have coconut sugar, which is not allowed on whole 30. But I think you can do on animal based. So like here, you know what I mean? There's like all these different kind of rules. So I'm kind of like a blend of all these. Um, But I'm not doing like any artificial sugar. So only like honey, maple syrup. And then uh, I'm consuming definitely lots of fruits, which I was doing kind of already anyway. I'm a big smoothie gal. You can't have smoothies on Whole30. I'm still doing smoothies. You can have caffeine on... Oh, no, you can't have caffeine on the Whole30. I don't know if you can have matcha, though. So all that's to say is that I'm doing... I've been kind of in this, like, I guess, diet for the past couple of weeks, and I feel really good. Uh, there's definitely been days, though, where I'm like, my head hurt. I had definitely, I guess, detox symptoms or just like I'm moving through. I know things are changing. And so I've been working on like figuring some of that stuff out, um, cutting out alcohol quite a bit. If you guys haven't listened yet, my episode came out a couple weeks ago with Amanda Kuda. I'm breaking up with alcohol and I still consume alcohol. I think the misconception someone asked me recently because they just didn't listen to the podcast and saw that I had a podcast called Breaking Up With Alcohol. And they're like, I literally just saw you drink, you know, a few weeks ago. And I was like, yes, because I still do drink. Um, You'll have to listen to the episode. But I've just been kind of reevaluating my relationship with alcohol for a while now, but even more so since we recorded that back in that episode was back in June uh, when we originally recorded it, but it came out just a couple weeks ago. So that is what I'm doing right now in my life. I'm experimenting. And, you know, the thing about human design is it's all about experimenting. And so I find that when I approach a lot of things in that way where it's like, let me just see how this works. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm that's what I'm moving through. And, you know, this past weekend, Xander's dad was here with his brother. We went to a concert, which was so much fun up in L.A. We went to the Greek theater. Also, something that people get wrong is that they think I live in Los Angeles. I do not live in Los Angeles. Orange County is not Los Angeles. And people think that like Los Angeles is Los Angeles County. Orange County is between San Diego and L.A. It is like Laguna Beach, Newport Beach, Huntington Beach, Um what else is involved here? Like Anaheim, where Disney is, and San Clemente, and all sorts of Costa Mesa. So people are always like thinking I'm in LA and I'm not. So we drove two hours away for the a concert up in LA on Friday. We saw Morgan Wade and Turnpike Troubadours, which are my uh, boyfriends. I almost said my husband. She's not quite, but basically. Uh, and it was, that's his favorite. So it was a lot of fun. His parents or his dad specifically and his brother love him as well. So yeah, we just had a really good weekend. And then yesterday I was up in LA. I took them to the airport and I had an event uh, where I talked to a bunch of women who work in the entertainment and music industry. And I talked to them about human design, which felt really good to share with people about human design. And I have to tell you guys, I actually tried to record this episode in my car yesterday. I basically dropped Xander's dad and brother off at the airport at like 1030. And uh, where my event was, was in Manhattan Beach. And that's pretty close to the LAX airport. So I left the airport and was like, okay, I'll just find a you know spot to chill. Ended up at a Starbucks and 
I brought my podcast equipment because I was like, I'm going to try and record my podcast at some point in my car. But by the time I got done working through things yesterday, I didn't have enough time to like eat lunch and then like get to the like a full recording. And I still I did had to do my makeup before this event. I didn't do it before I went to the coffee shop. So I Yesterday, I recorded the beginning of this podcast, which is now deleted because I re-listened to it and it sounds horrible. I was sitting in my car doing my makeup in a bank parking lot recording this all at once. So I was a multitasking queen, but it was it didn't turn out great because every time I opened a new makeup product or like was digging in my makeup bag, it was like picking it up on the audio. And then at one point, a, like, a siren goes by and I was like, oh my gosh, this is just... This is not it. So anyway, I scraped that. And now I'm recording, like I said earlier, the day that this is going to come out. So so yeah, I guess that's what I'm moving through personally. My birthday is coming up. I am a Scorpio baby. My birthday is November 9th. And I'm, I love my birthday. And I have a very special episode coming out on that day. What I mentioned earlier about wanting to know what you guys want to know about me is... Um, be a part of partly because I want to be able to give you guys updates at the beginning of my podcast so I can tell you guys what I actually have going on. Uh, the other part is that for my birthday, I plan to release a special episode and I plan to answer a lot of questions, do it sort of Q&A format. So I am looking forward to just talking about some really personal and maybe some fun things that you guys didn't know about me on that episode. So if there is something that you want to know, I will be dropping a link on my stories I did a couple weeks ago and I will continue for the next couple weeks. It's an anonymous link. I'll put it down below. If you would like to ask me an anonymous question, I would be happy to hear exactly what you have to say. And you don't have to have your face attached to it. So if you don't want me to know who you are, then bada boom, bada bang. Um, okay, but let's just get into the content for today's episode because I obviously just get uncomfortable when I'm talking about myself because I'm like, I don't know what to say. I don't really know what y'all want to know. So let's just talk about what I would love to teach you guys, which is where I get into my zone of genius is through teaching, is something called glimmers. So I mentioned earlier that a glimmer is the opposite of a trigger. And so let's just start by talking about just the whole sort of idea around this. So triggers and glimmers are actually both psychological terms. They're used in therapy and in personal development, which is a lot of what I talk about here. So that's why I thought this was appropriate to share with you guys. But both of these things, triggers and glimmers, refer to stimuli or events that can evoke some sort of emotional or body response or prompt you to be self-aware. And they're used in slightly different ways. So we're going to talk about triggers first, and then we'll talk about glimmers. So starting with triggers. So triggers are like external or internal stimuli that cause a super strong emotional reaction in a person. So a lot of times this is associated with trauma, fear, something that's distressing to you that you've experienced in the past that's similar. So these reactions can include things like being afraid. So fears, anxiety, sadness, anger, you know, rage, intense emotions, just it's a it's a trigger. So it's like it's setting you off. It's like setting you on fire. And 
We experience triggers in response to specific things that have just happened in our life. And they can be subtle or they can be a little bit bigger, like I mentioned in the some of the emotions associated. But a lot of times it comes up from a certain event or, you know, person, a place, a situation that can remind a person of a traumatic or negative experience from their past. Oftentimes, people with PTSD will experience triggers that lead them to have, you know, panic attacks or flashbacks or emotional distress. So triggers are a lot of things. And I'm sure all of you listening know what you're triggered by. And I would prompt you right now, if you can pause this, to write maybe three to five things or more that trigger you. And I'll share what mine are so that you know. So for me, a few things that trigger me, I've talked about this before, but flying in a plane triggers me because I had a few traumatic events on a plane. And so I had a panic attack on a plane all in one year. I had a panic attack and then I had another panic attack and then I had an emergency landing in a plane. Obviously, everything was fine. But I now have this like mental association with flying that like when I see planes, when I hear planes, when I'm in an airport, I am very triggered. And even if someone is like a pilot and mentions them being in any relation to a job with working at an airport or working as a flight attendant, I am intrigued because I want to, it triggers me. And then I'm also like curious to learn from them. Um, So that's one of my triggers. Another one of mine is that when I was younger, I used to have a lot of trouble sleeping at people's homes and I did not know how to like fall asleep staying the night somewhere. And um, I so it was just from anxiety. And uh, I also had a few panic attacks, one of them being where I was at a friend's lake with a big group of friends and I had the I've notably the worst panic attack of my life. And so now I have a really hard time going to stay the night somewhere or go even on a trip with people. I don't think a lot of people know that about me because it didn't take me. It didn't take me. It took me until this past year to really maybe a year and a half to identify that that is why I was being triggered was because I had anxiety and major events that happened when I wasn't at my home, essentially. Um, it's not, I'm fine when I'm by myself, but I'm like with friends. I There's a lot of like, I don't know, I'm triggered by it for some reason. And it's tough. So that's a second one of my triggers. And then a third trigger for me, which is a response to grief that I experienced, is that when my dog is uh, when my dog stays the night somewhere, when we go on a trip, uh, I I experience a lot of like anxiety and I'm triggered very easily when someone calls me when my dog is somewhere. And I'll have to explain this story at some point because I don't know that I ever have. And I, I definitely want to because I owe it to my dog that passed. Her name's Cleo. And I'm looking right at a photo of her right now that sits in my office. Uh, I lost my dog suddenly when I was on a trip. Um, she got hit by a car and died when I was, uh, yeah, I was on a trip. So I am now, I, I get a lot of anxiety when my dog is somewhere and someone calls me to update me. For example, my sister watched Gus Gus in August and she called me, we were at a wedding and she called me during the wedding and I'm like in this church and immediately I'm like, I can't answer, but I text her, I'm like, hey, like, what's going on? She's like, oh, no, just wanted to, you know, call and catch up. But I 
it's like the second I get a phone call like that, it it freaks me out. So that is a third trigger of mine. So what are your triggers if you haven't already written them down? Yours may not be as intense as the three that I just listed were, but that is because mine are just associated with really intense events that happen in my life. But I also have smaller triggers but those were just ones that came to mind right away. So a small one can be just like, you know, someone tapping your shoulder in a certain way or a noise that you hear. Or I know for a lot of people in my life, the chewing, like my dad hates when people chew or like clicks their spoon against a bowl and it doesn't drive me. It doesn't make me go crazy at all. But I know lots of people. So it could be little things that, you know, your parents did. And when someone does it, it's just triggering to you or it could be something even could be as much as like a date it could be you know a an event or a sound or um a holiday coming around or a site uh, or even like a certain place or even certain people can trigger you so what are your triggers write them down in as many as you have if you if again three to five is a good place to start but i know that there could be even more than that now let's talk about glimmers And like I mentioned, glimmers are the complete opposite of a trigger. So glimmers, on the other hand, are more subtle or positive cues in your environment or within yourself that can evoke a sense of hope, motivation, insight, awe, something that just makes you feel like just, wow, that's beautiful. Or it kind of just gives you that like, hope to hold on. You know what I mean? We all know what those feel like. At least I experience that a lot. And they can be small. It can be an encouraging sign that can help you recognize your strengths, maybe, you know, how resilient you are, or even allow you to think about something in a positive way that can even lead to change. And oftentimes in therapy, which I'm not a licensed therapist, but this is based on research that I've done on glimmers, is that glimmers can help clients basically focus their distress on their triggers into something more positive or empowering. So some examples of glimmers include like an act of kindness where maybe you're in line at a fast food place and someone pays for your your item or your meal in front of you and that's like one of those acts of kindness or you witness someone else performing an act of kindness you see creative expression i love shark tank and i feel like i glimmer when i watch shark tank like i love seeing people talk about their triumph and what they've built it just brings me so much joy and it's like a glimmer to me it makes me remember that like wow like people are resilient and life is just so beautiful nature being outside uh, specifically if you're on a vacation but it doesn't even have to be a vacation like do you guys have that certain neighborhood in your area or maybe it's a nearby park or maybe it's like your favorite flower or tree and you know I know that maybe sounds crazy but there's definitely for me like anywhere I've lived there's always like a tree or a bush or something that I'm like it's so pretty and so it's like looking at those things and being like wow that looks so beautiful I think this is a perfect time of year because depending on where you live in the world, the leaves change in the fall. And that is an example of a glimmer where it's like when you see those leaves change and you see that foliage, and it's just so beautiful. Um, You know, any simple moments, seeing your role model, 
Uh, if you do some self-reflection and you notice like some insights or self-awareness that you that you kind of just develop through understanding your life um, and seeing people perform things like art or singing or writing or any just music, it allows people to experience like an emotional release from the beauty. So I look at glimmers a lot of time as something that is it just reminds us why the world is good and why it's beautiful and why we should have why we should have gratitude. And you know what's important about glimmers is that it's so easy, especially in this day and age, to get caught up in the evil and the horrible things that are, you know, taking place across the world. And so glimmers are those things that it's like what are, what are the beautiful things in my life that are happening? Whether it's like the sun shining through your window in the morning or maybe maybe you have a favorite sweater that you're wearing and every time you just like feel it rub against your skin, you're like, oh, I just love this buttery sweater. Or you see the way that you're, I do this in my home, like there's certain little nooks in my home that I love the way that I've decorated it. And it makes me happy every time I look at it. So it's like these things that instill a sense of peace and they evoke joy. And and a lot of times, uh, psychologically, they say that these glimmers, they cue safety of the brain that's stuck in survival mode. It makes us feel like, wow, the world is good. And it can help your nervous system feel calm and a lot more relaxed. And so each day we can find so many glimmers. And I said earlier, I think I said earlier, unless it was part of one of the pieces that I edited out, is that it's like the art of noticing, which I saw a lot of really cool videos online. This is the same thing. It's like noticing when the the light hits the, you know, the river in your backyard or it's noticing, you know, the flowers or noticing the way that something is shaped, noticing the way that, you know, how cute it is that your neighbor's dog every day like lays in their window. I'm just giving you guys some examples of my glimmers or the things that I practice a lot of gratitude towards. And so noticing glimmers is a huge way that you can heal yourself. So if you find that you are highly triggered by certain things, again, we listed a bunch earlier, whether that's noise or or an event or a person or a place or a thing, instead of getting triggered, it's like, how can we, we know that that's going to happen anyway, but how can we start to notice more of the things that are good? And it might be hard at first. So my guide to practicing this is to physically grab a journal. So I already asked you guys to write three to five things that make you triggered. And I'd like you now to write three to five. In fact, I'd like you to write at least 10 to 20 things that make you glimmer or that have made you glimmer lately. If it's not all the time, it's just something that has. And again, it could be, you know, it could be looking at your your grandma and the way that she laughs. You know, there's so many things that we can, that we have as glimmers and it's totally subjective and personal to you. But to, I've already named quite a few of mine, but anytime I look at my dog, I get a glimmer. Like I literally, I say that like my heart just burst with joy and I just feel like I could explode all over the universe because I just love him that much. And I do the same when I see people in my life that I love, like my partner. And sometimes when I 
am thinking about my my the way that my life used to be to now I get like glimmer inside me the fall foliage my fan in the morning just makes me happy like if I hear the noise of my fan I like glimmer I'm like oh my gosh I'm so happy and I just want to lay in my bed and listen to that fan all day um so those are just some examples and write down the ones that you experience in your life I know someone who loves to sleep with several stuffed animals and they are in their late 20s and they get made fun of all the time. But guess what? That's a glimmer for that person. When they look at their stuffed fluffy animal, that makes them so happy. So whatever it is, write it down and allow yourself to be confident and embrace the fact that these little things, and they could be simple, bring you so much joy, whether you have noticed it or not. It's about what we do with these glimmers is it's about curating more opportunities for them. So if we know that we like something or we know that something brings us that happiness, how can we surround ourselves with more of that? Like part of the reason why I live in California is because I love the ocean and I glimmer when I go to the ocean. When I see just the sand and the water, there's like a feeling that happens inside of me. And I would say most people agree with that if they've been to the ocean before. But becoming a glimmer seeker will literally change your life. It will allow you to wear what we call the rose-colored glasses or like Taylor Swift likes to say, the lavender haze. It will make your life so much brighter and so much more beautiful. And it is my number one hack for a happier life. So here is an overall practice that you guys can do, which would be a daily practice. And in fact, if you just want to get the five-minute journal, I think this is a perfect way to start practicing looking at glimmers because it really just asks you what you're grateful for. But you could totally do this separate. You don't need to buy a certain journal. It's just taking a sheet of paper every night and saying, if you could even do this on your phone, it's like, what, what is something that made me glimmer today? And then also just recognizing that what was triggering you today and just having a list of the things that are triggering to you and, and maybe you'll notice themes and then also having a list of the things that are glimmering to you and noticing maybe themes there and then allowing yourself to, again, cultivate a life where more of those glimmers are present and maybe avoiding or working through the things that are triggering you. So to give you guys an example for me, like my fear of flying has gotten a lot better. I saw a hypnotherapist uh, in the in the springtime, early summer, and it helped. And I have been working mentally on my own really hard on figuring out ways to rewire that. And I've every time I've flown recently, it's been a piece of cake and I haven't been triggered by it as much. And so that's something that I've been doing. And so what I, why I say that is because I know my triggers. And so I know ways to work through those. And I'm working on ways to, you know, remember. So something that I was thinking about with flying is like, what's a glimmer associated with flying? And truly just like the beauty of when you look out the window and you see the sunrise, I experienced that on my flight. In the past couple of months, I flew in August and I flew in September and I, I just was noticing the sunrise on one of our overnight flights. And I just, that was a glimmer for me. And so 
the more that we can notice those things and appreciate them and associate glimmers with maybe some of these events that have happened or around certain people can help you reframe those. Or again, you can just avoid them altogether and know that like that's a trigger and something that you need to like emotionally or energetically project yourself around and then maybe like do something else that makes you glimmer before or after those, you know, events if you have to see a certain person or it's a certain holiday, right? Like maybe Christmas triggers you because something happened around Christmas or you never had a great Christmas growing up. And so and maybe you don't even celebrate Christmas. I mean, any holiday, fill in the blank here. And so maybe instead of knowing that that triggers you, it's like, okay, what are things that bring, that are glimmers to me? So then maybe you can pack in a bunch of those leading up to that event or that day. So that is my guide to glimmers. I hope that you all learned something new today. And if this episode was inspiring or made you think about something differently, I would love to hear from you on Instagram or Facebook or any of the places. Feel free to send me a note. Um, I also, if you are loving the show, it means seriously, I know I say it a lot and it means so much to me if you could just rate and review this. If you're on Spotify, you can just do a star rating. Uh, it doesn't allow you to do an actual like, written rating, but if you're on Apple, you can do a star and a written rating. And it would just mean the world to me if you just took the one second it took to do that because this podcast will not grow without it. And I know it's really <laughs> detrimental to hear, but it really it matters a lot. And so genuinely, and if you are feeling that you are enjoying this podcast, it would mean so much for me if you could just do that, because that is why I show up here is knowing that I'm impacting someone's life and that you guys are enjoying it. And if there's anything you want to hear more about, please let me know in the anonymous link down below or send me a note on Instagram as well. We've got some fun stuff coming up in the future, some fun interviews, which I know you all are loving the interviews. So we'll definitely be doing a lot more of those. So thank you all for spending your morning, afternoon or evening with me and have a beautiful rest of your day wherever you are. <laughs>